Blurred up, blurred up. Welcome to the show where we talk about nerd culture from a BPOV, a black POV. I am your host, Brendan Spencer, and joining me, the hottest, hottest <laughs> expat DJ in Seoul, Sean Seoul. What's good, brother? What's good? Feels good to be here, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you being here. Nah, not a problem, man. Right. So... It's a little late, I apologize, but I'm very excited to talk about our favorite rap albums of 2018. But you know what? Considering how much hip-hop came out last year, maybe it's not that late, you know? You need a little bit of time to kind of go through it and... Digest it. Digest it and see what you liked, what you didn't like. Yeah. So, I think it's right on time. Yeah, there was an article that came out uh, late last year talking about how the streaming era is fucking exhausting. Just how there's just there's just so much out there. Just the sheer volume. It's hard. To, it's impossible to keep up. It is. And I think for myself, with DJing and trying to get music together for events and things that I'm doing, it makes it harder for me to keep up with everything coming out and i don't know if i don't even know if i absorb everything sure. as much as i should because i'm always listening for something that's maybe playable you know if i do find a good album i'll listen to it maybe listen to it twice but then it's kind of off to the next yeah on to the next my last my last year as a serious like resident dj was 2015 Okay. And, you know, that was a great year for hip hop. We had yeah. Kendrick's album and Lupe came out and um, Hi- Hiatus Coyote and the internet. There were so many great albums. Ooh. And like you, I, I had to make a choice. I was like, I could either do this DJ thing or really just do this at home and just absorb the stuff on my own time. And so, among other things, I had other things I had to do. Like I was right. you know, doing Krav Maga and just working and things like that. I, I just chose to kind of slow down DJing for that. But last year, like we said, a lot of volume. It was hard for me, even me not being a, a busy DJ, it was hard for me to absorb everything. But I listened to about 115, 120 albums last year. Get out of here. Not saying I absorbed them all, but I listened to at least that many. Wow. I'm not even in your league, bro. Really? I'm not even in your league. Come on, man. I, if I'm being honest. Be honest. Maybe 40. Okay. Dude, you listened to 100 plus albums last year? I tried, man. I tried my best. Whew. And I don't know if this year is going to even top that because I feel like by the end of January, I had already listened to at least 10 or 12. Wow. Because I think what came out uh, last year at that time, that Sir album, mm-hmm. Off the TE and uh, some other stuff. But yeah. That's a lot of music. But that's good though. That's good. Yeah. You know, it informs your listening. kind of gives you a bit of a, a gauge, a good gauge, you know, when you listen to that many albums. We shall see. We'll All see, right. depending on, on uh, how this list goes, I'm going to get some, some hate, so <laughs> we'll see. 
listen to all this and you and but, you still didn't pick, didn't pick this but that's good though because i got a feeling i'm gonna get an education which is cool man i tell people all the time they're like bub but you're a dj i'm like listen man I'm a DJ. I'm not a computer. And <laughs> we try to keep up with as much as we can, but we still miss a lot. So, hey, yeah. who knows, man? I get an education of some albums that I need to go back and listen to. And again, this is not about what is the best. It's about what we liked, you know, what we came back to. So True. don't look at this as an objective list. This is our personal list. So let's get into it. Let's do it. So we have... 10 a piece. I'm going to say my number 10. We're going to talk about it. And then Sean's going to share his and we'll talk about that. And we'll just keep going down the list like that. Here we go. My number 10 is Hermit and the Recluse, Orpheus and the Sirens. If you all don't know, Ka is an amazing rapper. He runs with uh, Rock Marciano. Okay. Screwing them. And um, in 2016, he released my favorite rap album of that year called Honor Killed the Samurai. And uh, he combined feudal samurai uh, vibes with the street life of uh, Brooklyn. And the raps and the production just at this short and sweet 10-track length was just a masterpiece. And he followed up last year with Orpheus and the Sirens and... It centers around Greek mythology, and it's just another just work of art, in my opinion. To face the sea without knowledge or skill brings only death. Of death, I am knowledgeable. Danger I do not fear, and I can give you music. Music that will tame wild beasts, lift men's hearts to heaven. What is your name? Orpheus. Wow. See, I can already tell I'm going to have to jack your list before the show is over and go home and be like, oh, I got to check this out. I think you'll like this, man. It's okay. real dope. I'm on it. I'm on it. My number 10. This was tough, man, because it's like, hmm, who do I edge out? Who gets pushed to 11? And a lot of my choices are based on nostalgia, some of these artists. So my number 10 is Mastase and Marco Polo, mm. a Brooklyn story. I, I've i been, now first of all, I've been a fan of Ace since 87, 88. From Juice Crew to Master Ace Incorporated, you know, through all of his, his many projects. Um, one of the things that I love about Ace is that he is, he's not an A-list artist, he's not a B-list artist, maybe not even a C-list artist, you know, depending on who you're asking. But 
he puts the time and energy into promoting and marketing himself and keeping it going. With this album, he collaborated with Marco Polo, young producer that I really was not too familiar with, mm. but the beats and the rhymes are incredible on this album. Like Master Ace has always been, like he is not the most intricate of lyricists, but over time he's developed his flow and he knows who he works well with. And this collaboration with Marco Polo is a strong collab. Um, probably one of my favorite songs on there is Still Love Her. It's kind of one of those ghetto love songs, Ode to Ghetto Love on there. She was the love of my life. Compared most closest to the love for my wife. But don't tell her though. We grew up together in the projects. Yep, she was tough as leather in the roughest weather. When the rain and the thunder came, she kept me dry, gave me food from my hunger pains. The summer came, the wind came and went again. Autumn bliss turned to winter sin. Then the leaves fell and the ground froze. And like every other dude was trying to brown nose, trying to get with her, trying to lay with her, trying to see if they can move in and stay with her. They wanted to play with her. But I knew they wasn't serious. I was watching from the cut. I was furious. Cause I know they only here for a season. It's hard to explain what's the reason why I still love them. It's a solid, it's really a solid album. Nice skits, funny skits, you know, but more actual tracks too. You know, it's a pretty long album. Um, a lot of good collabs on the album. Little Fame um, is on the album. So he has, it's it's put together pretty well. And um, I, I didn't want to edge him out. I wanted to hear that album. I actually, because uh, I like mm. Ace too and Marco Polo. Mm. So off the jack, your list now. Now we're, you know, okay. <laughs> All right, fair I, enough. I totally forgot about that album, to be honest. All right. That's good. Number nine. J. Cole, K.O.D. Now, anyone who knows me, and you met me recently, I haven't been the biggest J. Cole fan. I think uh, overall, I think every album has spots of greatness, but it's just bogged down by like a lack of focus on in the project or even in the verses. He'll kind of jump topics every like four bars sometimes, and it's. I just wish he would just focus more. Um, then sometimes his fans will kind of make more out of his work then I think is really there. You know, mm. you, you need a certain type of intelligence to appreciate, you know, his music, you know, that, that crazy tweet. But with KOD, this was uh, the first time I really felt clear direction from him. Uh, he takes the roles of different people and, and himself as he uh, addresses uh, various vices, uh, substance abuse. Mm -hmm. And the album is called, uh, was it King of Drugs or mm. King of Overdose, depending on, uh, how you interpret it that's that's his whole thing so substance abuse uh ego money women etc and at the very end he did a complete 180 from that everybody dies track and even gives advice to young rappers coming up it was cool it really surprised me it wasn't a perfect album but i think it's easily his best work so far
There's all sorts of trauma from drama that children see. Type of shit that normally would call for therapy. But you know just how it go in our community. Keep that shit inside, it don't matter how hard it be. Fast forward, them kids is grown and they blowing trees. And popping pills due to chronic anxiety. I've been saw the problem, but stay silent, cause I ain't Jesus. This ain't no trial. If you decide, go higher, please. But fuck that now I'm older. I love you, cause you my friend. Without the drugs, I want you to be comfortable in your skin. I know you so I know you still keep a lot of shit in. You running from yourself and you buying product again. I know you say it helps and no, I'm not trying to offend. But I know depression and drug addiction don't blend. Reality distorts and then you get lost in the wind. And I done seen the combo take niggas off the deep end. One thing about your demons, they bound to catch up one day. I'd rather see you stand up and face them than run away. I understand this message is not the coolest to say. But if you down to try it, I know of a better way. I definitely agree. He's on my list. Not going to tell you where. Okay. But KOD is definitely on my list. Okay. For a lot of the same reasons, to be honest. Cool. Number nine for me. Um, we talk, We kind of talked about this earlier. You asked me where I was from. And you know I'm a New York guy. And I love my New York hip hoppers, yeah. man. Styles P. Mm. Dimebag. You know... I don't necessarily know if Styles P should have made my list, but I just, I love Styles. You know, the grit to his sound, the boom bap to his music, um, his collabs. He really came through with a solid album in Dimebag. I don't even know if it sounds much different from any of his previous releases, mm. but most of the music that moves me is music that puts me into this mode. Like, I, I, I don't really do well with a whole lot of, you know, some of the more trippy albums that have been released, the more melodic kind of mood albums. I need albums that when I get in the car, I turn it up loud, I'm, I'm hearing his lyrics, I'm hearing the beats. He has a lot of solid um, boom bap, a lot of solid tracks that remind me of classic 90s hip-hop. mm and hardcore hip hop and um Dimebag was dope. Dimebag was dope from from track one to the end. And um couple the couple a song that he has called A Couple of Dollars. A couple dollars is on it. It's so just super dope, super melodic. He has a lot of odes to older beats, mm -hmm. like older samples that have been used. He kind of brings brings back in the album. So I love that one. That was my number nine. Styles P Dimebag was I just want to two-step, I just want to get high, I ain't trying to do shit, familiar with the old shit, not with the new shit, I don't like the music, shot in his deuces, back to the parking lot, hopping the exclusive, headed to the hood where the niggas act ruthless, weaving through the traffic, whip looking Chris, I don't give a shit, I smoke, I'ma still leave the ashes, all I see is money, but I still need some glasses, niggas said they hood, but they still need some passes, I'm still high as giraffe asses, I'm still getting the Second album that I have not listened to. So you, you know, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. But you know what? I, th I think that's maybe old to our different listening styles. And that's good. Which is good. No, I so appreciate it. We got a few things that, that might, you know, be off of each other's radars. Yeah. My number eight, Ivy Sole, or Ivy Soul, I'm sorry if I butchered this name, Overgrown. With so much buzz around No Name's Room 25, 
it's unfortunate that more attention wasn't given to this album. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Ivy Soul is more Rhapsody than No Name, uh, less abstract uh, spoken word and more direct in her in her message, which is not saying it's better than the other. It's just, you know, Elaine. Uh, from the jump, she declares what is uh, her line is, black, queer, radical, nothing short of magical on the opening track. And uh, she's, I think she's a bisexual woman. Okay. And so uh, she's certainly uh, soulful in her introspections about her identity and uh, love and just maturing. For a smile that I can cling to, you've been looking for a sky to spread your wings to. So show me what they're made of are they feathers or wax? Will we see the sun or end up flat on our backs? Gazing up at stormy eyes, the cloudy hair and sunny cheeks. Are you every bit of heaven I seek? Is this height how you like it? Are you close to your peak? Is this twice striking lightning and thunder shaking our knees? You tell me to breathe. The air is thin between us. This altitude is usually too far from out our reaches. This breeze is stealing heat and all this smoky sweetness. But it's you that leaves me smoldering with laughter. But she also has danceable songs, like uh, there's a track called Wasted and Taken, which, you know, some, like the other two rappers I mentioned, No Name and Rhapsody, aren't really, you don't really hear those songs in the club. Right. With her, she has a little more range, I think. Mm. possibly so i really look forward to uh more from her and other uh femcs because we need more representation right you just can't just have it's not the highlander not everyone can just be right. one nikki or we, we I, need more and i feel like that is what it has become for a lot of the fem mcs who's going to be the next nikki who's going to be the next cardi b when there are multiple lanes for them to be in, yeah. you know, Rhapsody, as many as dudes, Jean Grey, like yes. there's a whole lot of dope female MCs and there's room for all of them to get their love. Yeah. All right. She's see, she's one I missed. So I'll be checking that out. I'll definitely be checking out. Number eight is probably a surpriser for me. Okay. Because even though I knew this kid was talented as a freestylist and in rap battles i never really felt him until i feel like i know who this, this is. year meek mills oh i would have ne- honestly speaking i remember because of you know places that i play and understanding that i need to keep up with a lot of different albums that come out and a lot of you know different genres and different areas and types of hip-hop I listened to this album because I needed to find out what was playable. I was pleasantly surprised with this album. Meek Mill Championships is a dope album. I don't know, (laughs) not to be funny, I don't know if it was his time in jail, you know, but, and, and, and mind you, Meek is not a slouch. He's not a slouch. He, you know, his history of of battling in the streets of Philly, he he has a strong track record. 
I just never got that out of the music that we were playing in the clubs mm. and most of the albums that he was putting out. This album is solid. It mm. shows a lot of growth, personal growth for him. A lot of messages to people who are caught up in the industry um, for the wrong reasons, where it's going to lead you. Um, people who are caught up in the life of living in the, uh, life on the streets, where it's going to lead you. It's like a maturity, similar to how, and of course, they're, they're kind of joined at the hip nowadays, but him and Jay-Z, Jay-Z in his earlier years was much more money-oriented, more bling-oriented. He kind of grew up. There's still an element of that in Meek's rhymes, but I feel like this album shows the most maturity I've seen from him. Ask a nigga in my hood, he gonna say that I'm stamp. And when them situations came, I came out like a champ. When it was pouring down rain and I came out of a dent. But now it's champagne showers when we popping the champ. Uh, we dug all the fast and they traps. Niggas can't be us cause they rats. Stand tall, point a finger, never that. I knew a nigga had it all, went to the bing and get it back. That's why I'm humble as ever. And I rumble whatever. Don't chase hoes, cause they come with the shutter. I see my man girl start acting bougie when he fuck up a shutter. Before you knew it, niggas was fucking her better. I knew about it and I wanted to tell him I felt funny as ever. But when I told him he went running to tell her, damn. Remember I was down bad, I'm talking under the cellar. Now the Rolls Royces come with umbrellas for the rain and all the pain that we've been through. If you don't feed your wolves, they gon' put you on the menu. That's why I be with family and some boys that I've been new. If money determined loyalty, we cut you with a Ginsu. And I'll go against you. Like he had, I feel like he had something to get off his chest. Well, you remember uh, he did a op-ed for, was it New York Times, I think, about yeah. uh, criminal justice reform. Right. So he's definitely... And they are strong on that. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I I was... Dude, you know, I remember listening to this album and thinking, you know, going through... Because, of course, the beats are hard. Um, they're definitely a, a newer style of hip-hop now. They're made for the club. They're trap beats. But... He's also got a lot of really good production on a, on some of these tracks, collabs with uh, LMA and even, you know, dare I say, Kodak Black. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I like this record. What's going on? But it was Meek. And literally, he has shown me a lot of improvement over the previous albums that he's put out. That's dope. So that's my, that's my number eight, man, Meek Mill Championships. I think that came out right. As I was about to go on vacation, and I missed that one too. That one's it was. It's, it it's a dope album, man. I'll check it out. All right, my number seven. Speaking of growing up, Fonte, no news is good news. Uh, I've been a fan ever since Little Brother because I was still kind of digging through old stuff. Like I was still buying Tribe Called Quest in college and mm -hmm. Daylight, trying to do my homework. But Little Brother, I bought them when they came out, and I've always loved them. It's really dope to see older rappers transitioning better mm -hmm. in hip hop. You know, we always say rap is a young man's game, and that's still true. But it's not just Jay Z writing really great, mature raps. You have Fonte, you have Royce the Five Nine, and others. I really enjoyed this album. He talked about just his fears growing old, but he also shows that he still is a is a beast. He has some crazy lines in this album. Mic check is this thing on. I ain't even know if I would rap or just sing on. It took me a while. Now I'm getting my swing 
increments. Sometimes I put wings on. Every hero ain't a hero till there's a theme song. So many tries, but every time it just seemed wrong. Saturday night, just kicking it with my best man. Looked at my left hand, I got a ring on. Oh shit. How did we get here? Started with a kiss, then another kiss, then another kiss, then a covered dish with white rice, greens, and smothered fish. I'm lying, it was just chicken. Niggas was thugging it. Now we got a covenant. It's on a bond for life. In all my years, this was the easiest song to write. It's my confession and the rhyme. A testament and I just want to do my thing. As I talk about a feeling that cannot be explained or a love that cannot be contained in a measurement of time. Some say it was a blessing in disguise. Scratch that, girl. You a lesson from the skies and i thank god really dope i agree i agree my number seven lupe okay my number seven is lupe uh jogus wave now mind you lupe has gone through some phases Lupe has gone through some serious phases, you know, since his introduction to hip hop. And I still appreciate the creativity that he approaches his albums with. This album took a little bit more for me to digest. I thought it was a little bit farther out there than what I'm used to listening to. But I thought that he had a his message was strong in this album. Mm. He he was coming he was coming to teach literally he was coming to teach and he had a lot of messages that the average person might like unless you're someone who sits down digests lyrics regularly you might not catch everything Lupe says I probably haven't caught everything Lupe says but I thought that he did a good job of of teaching and bringing a message and incorporating a lot of different styles of music um, in this album. You know, he even threw a little. You know, he had some reggae tinged tracks in mm. there, and it was it was a solid album. Um, so I didn't want to. It wasn't one of my favorite albums of the year. Well, it was one. It's my top ten clearly, but it. I thought that it was a strong album for him. Um, still to show how lyrical he is and how he holds his weight, especially with all, you know, Lupe is always in the news, man. You know, he doesn't mind speaking his mind and throwing jabs at other MCs, but I think that he backs it up. I think he backs it up strongly with it, with his writing. And um, it, it's a solid album. So he's my number seven. Killer friends, dope dealers concealing sin, sinning swim in my trunk like jumps in deeper ends. We the gyms, your daughter will teach her hymns from the annals of crime channels that dismantle her wants for weaker men. Send her back, a living unfilling trap. With no religion, but brimming with brilliant facts. So we map cast the sorted role of a lady. With no control, let her go whole on a baby. I wanna see it all, never half asleep. Some niggas can't see the walls cause of the masterpiece. My data breached like hacker leaks, delete the McAfee's and slam the back doors in back of me. Social engineer peers steerer to give a chat to me. Happily, actually activated off accolades of my apogee and act yakety and deeply speak it back to me. To move it further, we can have a junta or a jerga. I smurf it and spoof the server, reboot and produce a cursor. I'm Number six, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy. Man, uh, this surprised me too. When this dropped, I was just curious. Uh, It took me maybe a week after it dropped to listen to it. I was... uh, I was doing my Wordsmith show. I host the uh, I host a poetry show here. It's the longest running uh, show for Expats and Soul. And uh, 
before we should kick off the show, I was I heard Bickenhead. They were playing it, and I was like, well, this is, this is pretty dope. It's kind of dope. And then they followed up with, uh, what was that other song? Drip. And I was like, well, this is, these are, these are bangers. So I listened to the album, and it was great. Uh, the thing is, I'm not a big trap fan. Uh, I think most projects have mm. a single or two that are good, but the rest of it just starts sound the same. Like, I love Bad and Bougie, but I don't remember anything off, off of Culture or anything else. Uh, and then Culture 2 was way too bloated. But yeah, with this Cardi album, more than the sex-positive feminist narrative, uh, what's just refreshing about it is just how fun and clever the lyrics and the vibes are. Uh, she got, was it, left his message on red, left his balls on blue. <laughs> you know, I mean, she may not have written everything or anything in this album, but she performed it amazingly. <laughs> like, she like sold, it. she sold this album. But I she, like how you worded that. That nah. was funny, man. I like how you worded that. No, she's, no, I, I had a great time this album. But she was also, you know, a little more personal. Uh, she wasn't just having fun the whole time. Uh, the whole album is what, Invasion of Privacy. So she mm-hmm. does let us in into her life a little bit. It was a song called uh, Be Careful and Through Your Phone. And yeah, I mean, this album, love it or hate it, or, or like that she didn't write her lyrics or whatever, whatever it set out to do, it executed it almost flawlessly, I think. Wow. I think I'm going to have to revisit that now. I'm going to have to revisit Invasion of Privacy. No, it's good, man. Okay. I had a good time. Okay. I'm going to revisit that one. My number six, for a lot of the same reasons, it was your number seven, is Fonte. No news is good news, man. I'm also a fan of Little Brother, man. I love, I I hate, I'm, I was so happy to hear that this year they got back on stage together. Yeah. Um, Pooh and, and Fonte, man. And it just really, the collab, them coming back together was awesome. But Fonte is a standalone. Fonte is a beast, bro. Yes. He is a beast. And, you know, listening to him from the Chitlin circuit on, like, like they just, he, I hate that MCs like him go so overlooked. Like, they fly so far under the radar for a lot of people. You know, little brother, who's that? Fonte, who's that? Like, the average person is not going to know it, man. But that album, man, it was dope. It was melodic. It was was a ride-out album. You Mm. know, I drive, man. So Fonte's album was one of those that was on repeat for a couple of days in the car, man. Um, a lot of great messages, a lot of stories about growing up. I love how he incorporates his his per, his life and the lessons that he's learned, you know, getting healthier, right. you know, what he needs to do to stay alive, right. you know, for his family. Like, these are all important things. And when I was listening to this album, I realized that even as, as older men, we don't have 
the R&B croon. R&B is usually set to the tune of love themes. Sure. Hip hop is usually set to the tune of life and themes that we go through. And we don't have enough rappers like him that fly above the radar so that it catches our ears. Mm. So it's good to hear, you know, in a, somebody our age, you know, somebody my age, your age, somewhere in the middle, talking to us about things that are important in life. Yeah. You know, dude, you can't live like this, man. You know, you can't eat yourself to death, right. man. You can't drug yourself to death. You know, are you saving money? What are you, What are your future plans? What are the things that you're trying to build for, you know, what type of legacies are you creating? And that is what I love about his album. It's grown man music. Mm. It's grown man hip hop. Yeah. And people don't think that it exists. So definitely um, my number six. They say they want bars, but it's unfounded. Cause when they get bars, niggas be dumbfounded. My mind is clear and the vision is unclouded. Cat gun rapping, where the fuck's the gunpowder? Chuck D said my Uzi weighs a ton now. It's time to go the distance in a ring full of one-rounders. Still pacing, still racing heartbeats. Ever since y'all car seats were still rear-facing. Listen, I murder you niggas. So help me God, I murder you niggas. So help me God, I murder you niggas. So help me God, I murdered you niggas just as a courtesy. Better call the insurgency, never should have alerted me. Nah, I murdered you niggas. Yo. So help me God, I murdered you niggas. So help me God, I murdered you niggas. So help me God, I murdered you niggas. He probably could have gone a little bit. To be honest, man, I struggled with the Fonte album because I had him a little higher up, mm -hmm. closer to the, to the top five. But there were some other ones that kind of meant a lot to me, so... Yeah, he, I'm, he I'm right six. there with you. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of... Mm. Okay. Number five. Smino Noir. Okay. So, for those who don't know, Smino's from my hometown, St. Louis. Uh -huh. And uh, he followed up his amazing debut, Black Swan. And it came out just a year before this dropped. Uh, and it's just great. Both are great. The most consistent aspects of his work are the... Groovy Beats by uh, Monte, Booker, Sango, Felix, and even Smino himself was on it a little bit. Um, just the way that Smino seamlessly switches from rap to singing and back again. Like we talked about Fonte doing that, but the way that Smino uses his voice, it's like an instrument in itself. Wow. Uh, you know, we, we praise Drake for being a young guy who would kind of go back and forth, but... I think Smino takes it to just a whole nother level in that okay. way. Um, and it's like Chance. He's just a symbol of black joy. You know, it's so refreshing to hear just that vibe in the midst of, of the darker rap trends or, you know, older folks talking about their, their fears and whatnot. This is just such a refreshing album, just a, a refreshing talent. And I think he really needs to blow up. Jason Voorhees of Jason Tatum's a Louis nigga, be 
you Jason, boy, he's a Jason. Shoot the nigga lights, I dip the barrel in my potato. Shoot the nigga lights, I dip the barrel in my potato. Hold on. Alright. Fight you. Yeah. Tell me come through with a follow through. Yeah. I'ma hurt out my boys. You can smell what I pull. Nigga, not in my follicle. Stop it, you're leaving. Finally, finally. Time to go cop a nine-piece. Let me flip a wet to dry my tummy. Rim me, got me slutty. She call me her little baby. I call her my little body. Hit her up like, mm -hmm. come through for a little cutty. Hit her up like, mm -hmm. come through for a little cutty. Hit her up like, mm -hmm. come through for a little I'm fleet like ten for beasties, Japanese on drink, champagne, but for the clack of drinks overseas with the Jesus Hall, concrete shit. Okay. Another one I gotta check out. Please. Another one I gotta check out. Very strong about that one. Alright. My number five. I was really I wasn't sure about this album. No, I wasn't sure where to place this album, mm -hmm. to be correct. But it's such a solid album. Book of Ryan. Mm. Royce the Five Nine. And it's not it's not the most mm, musical of albums for me. I like some of the beats. The production is it's okay. What I love is that he has literally put his life on display. This album to me is like him tackling all of the demons, you know, tackling, a, you know, talking about his family life, talking about his struggles with his father, his struggles with his brother, his own struggles with addiction. Thanksgiving in the Montgomery home. Greg just came in here drunk again. Now mama trying to cover for him. She afraid my daddy gonna punch him again. Why you gotta get drunk so much? I wish you would just stay where you was at Instead of coming home all rude and disrespecting All our father rules and shit Man, the mood to switch me and Vicious Plan Connect for our favorite movie Just came on the tube and this ironic is blood sport And I'm looking at Frank Dukes and shit Thinking you should split Before daddy come down these stairs at his basement And see you wasted But he just cut me off like That nigga ain't gonna do shit But the truth is this He couldn't whoop my dad even if he was sober I know cause he tried once Ended up unconscious, a broke arm and a toothless chip my big bro got a lot of emotional problems he feel that we was all abused as kids he saw mama get dragged down all kind of stairs like a rag doll when he was two and this is back when daddy used to sniff cocaine po thing he had to be subjected to this when he gets drunk he gets to losing it he gets the illusion that he and then of course you know the one thing like in this conversation with all of the rappers we've discussed you know we talk about their growth but just the lyricism just the lyricism. Royce is a beast. Mm. Royce is a beast to me. And um, and he's always been a beast. And for me, just listening to this album and the various compositions and hearing how he puts the, you know, the story of his life into words and the lyrical wordplay is just incredible to me, man. So, and it was another one of those car bangers for me, man. It was one of those that I could just put in and ride out to, man. And I appreciated his story so much. To be honest, one of the things I really appreciated about his albums are not, is not so lyrical, but the skits, you know, I really appreciated the skits on his album. Um, in the odes, you know, his, these conversations that he had, um, with his father and maybe that resonates with me because I don't have a, a relationship with my biological father. So just hearing him talk about his relationship with his father and 
the growth that they've experienced, you know, and they were able to experience is it was meaningful to me. Um, but overall, man, it was just, I thought it was a really solid album for him, man. And he, he came through, he came through for me with that one. Yeah, I agree. Actually, Book Ryan just like it just got edged out of my list. Ah. I thought it was I thought it was really good because he he talked to his father. But he also talked to his son too. He talked to his son. I mean, the whole album is him opening up not only to us, the audience, but also mm-hmm. to his own family. Right. Because his son's interviewing him throughout. Right. That was really good. Did you like Prime Two? Because that came out too. Did you listen to it or Prime Two was good for me, but I think I preferred Roy. I preferred Book of Ryan a Agreed. little bit more. But again, man, with with Royce, it's like. You know, from from Slaughterhouse, you know, to his personal projects. I just feel like you can't go wrong with him as an MC. He's yeah, he's a beast, man. He's a beast. So, you know, and a lot of them you'll find that a lot of my top five, there's a lot of strong lyrical beast in there. So like uh kamikaze. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Move on. Moving you. on. Number four, Denzel Curry. Ooh. taboo so in the summer i played the fuck out of this project curry is always my favorite among the soundcloud rappers and i think this is his best project um his energy is just unparalleled in the game uh for those who don't know he released thirds of this album across three days and the first part was light with more happier themes and songs and then gray so it was a little more introspective and just uh, there's some social commentary in there. Eyesight is a gateway to a new day and the same hate with a new height and the same feet on an airplane yelling mayday with a good girl going bad girl who went gay because of date rape. That's a metaphor for the U.S. because they got us all in the same state. Single perks caught my attention. He calls out his his peers for the trends they rap about, and we usually hear that from other older rappers or in the underground. But this is the first time I really heard it from a younger, more mainstream rapper, and I thought it was really interesting. It inspired me to make my first animated music video. I used uh, popular, not popular, but a really cool Naruto fight, and I put okay. this song over it. Uh, you can search it on YouTube. It's just called Naruto. Perks and it's the Naruto and Sasuke versus uh what was that character's name? The one who has the Renegon. You're on your own with this one, man. Remember, <laughs> I told you I need to watch more cartoons. I don't know if you remember that conversation, anyway, man. I don't want to get I don't get too deep in that, but it's almost at a thousand views. Okay, so that, that's cool. It also helped inspire me to write the piece that I wrote about where I think hip hop is okay. going. Great piece. Thank you, thank you. It's still getting read out there and, and clap, so that's cool. But yeah. Anyway, I love this album, banger after banger, and yeah. 
What else can I say? And see, Denzel, now, Denzel Curry's album is one of the albums I was supposed to listen to, didn't get around to. So now I'm on it. You haven't heard it I'm at all? On, I haven't, man. I, I, it was one of those albums, man, that I needed to get on, and I meant to listen to it and just never got around to it. So I'm on it. Look, that, that'll probably become my new favorite. The way you're speaking about it right now, it's probably going to become one of my new favorites. Do you like his other, his other I work? do, but I didn't get, I don't know. Again, man, so much stuff came out last sure. year. I was just like, ah. So I'm on it. Okay. That'll be tomorrow listening. All right. That might be walking to my spot tonight listening okay. <laughs> on, this, on, on uh, Spotify. Number four for me, for many of it's it's almost like I don't necessarily have to I don't know if I want to say what I need to say because you kind of already said it. Number four for me was KOD. Okay. Number four one for me was Cole. And to be honest, it was another one of those albums I wasn't expecting to like. Mm. And the reason I wasn't expecting to like it is I was an initial fan of Cole's original work. I liked Cole more when he first came out. He was a little bit more gritty to me. Like the Friday Night Light stuff? Yeah. Like I kind of, you know, I kind of like more of the mixtape Cole. This Cole to me, again, I I felt like, and you said this earlier, his, it kind of flowed. It was consistent. It was a really consistent album. He had, again, not necessarily his demons, but the messages that he delivered, drugs, and, you know, even relationship issues i kind of felt like this is another one of those grown man albums sure that may have flown under the radar for most people i don't think we have a you know we we live in the worlds of the of the migoses now and you know and the geezies and you know everything is about doing this it's different when you find an album that tells you look that's not really the way you want to go we need to be improving and doing better and not just partying our lives away, drinking our lives away, smoking our lives away. And I felt like I loved that about this album. And it was consistent, you know. He puts his kind of personal life on Front Street, you know. Improving relationships, laying off Even, even with his mother too, right? And talking about his mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I like this. Yeah. I like grown man hip-hop now, you know. I'm at that point where that's... I'll say that that's the stuff that I like to listen to now. Like if I'm listening on a regular basis and when I listen, I listen to a lot of music in the car. Car is always the best place for me to listen to music. Bumps in the whip. Man, because usually I'm driving, there's nothing else to do. And when I tune into an album that moves me, man, it literally makes everything a lot easier for me when I'm driving, especially in Korea. So, you know, Cole was one of those albums, man, that was just like, okay, man, this is this is doing something for my soul right now. And um you and you said a lot of that earlier, man. But yeah, that was my number four. Yeah. I got some niggas that still owe me an apology. I'ma be the bigger man just like I always be. Eventually, but right now that's hard for me. I'm dreaming violent, I can't tolerate disloyalty. So I'ma see you when I see you, know that day coming. I pray that on that day you slip and say something. I never fantasize about murder cause I'm still sane. But I can't seem to fight this urge to make you feel pain. I know that vengeance is the Lord's and it's not for me. I know the punishment for you is that you not with me. You place your value on the bitches that you got with me. 
And now them bitches ask you daily why you not with me. I had to cut some people off cause they was using me. My heart is big, I wanna give too much and usually. I send the bread and don't hit back for like two months now. You hit my phone, you need a loan, oh I'm a crutch now. I had to learn, I never had shit. You never would split. You was hood rich. I couldn't get a dollar from you, I remember that. It was blurry for a while, but now it's coming back. I thought it was wild that a lot of his fans didn't like this album. Of course. Because, you know, the the last two, you had uh, Forest Hills Drive. Right. And as soon as it dropped, like, on in the comments, like, a minute later, it was like, classic, album of the year. And that was especially the case with uh, For Your Eyes Only. I didn't mm. like, I liked For Your Eyes Only less than uh, Forest Hills Drive, but I thought both were, both had, you know, like I said, spots of brightness. I'm the same but... way. I liked, Forest Hills, I liked Forest Hills better than For Your Eyes Only. I yeah. think it was the same way with me. Okay. But yeah, I'm glad he's... And then he had a feature on, on Ryan's album, uh, Book of Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yep. a great verse. That was, yo, great it verse. was dope, right? Yeah. My number three was your... I forgot what number it was, but Lupe. Okay. I put number three, Droga's Wave. Like you said, I mean, I could spend the whole podcast attempting to break down this album, but I think like his heavily slept on Tetsu and Youth that dropped the mm-hmm. same year as Butterfly... That would have been my favorite album had Butterfly not come out. Okay. But you can just tell how much Lupe puts into his work. Transfiguration, how could dance done at the welcome to the demo? Modern man comes to the wedding in the limo. Mixing doves with the rice rain. Uncle Ben's off the rails on the night train. And that storm took us to the platform, push us back to the bachelor's back door. Hook us up the track, take you back to where that fat girl pushed us. And that's very old, like Blackberry Bowl, but the jewels. Sweeter than where the party at all Releasing these niggas from the roof And leaving these niggas on the loose All keeping these niggas in the coops And leaving these niggas on the noose Free Shamu fan gotta work to see. This project is very dense and layered The first half of the album is about slaves who jump off their slave ship And when they're on the verge of drowning They mystically gain the ability to survive underwater And they spend the rest of their lives sinking other ships that come across the water and they try to build an army now what's a layer about this is Mm -hmm. they're going across the atlantic right and lupe's former label was atlantic atlantic uh (laughs) i thought it was really cool and they had a you know lupe and atlantic everyone knows they had a very tumultuous uh relationship the line that stuck out with me and it's been with me since i heard it is you can accomplish anything if you survive blackness that's the truth, yo. It man. is, and that's a strong line, man. He had a lot of he had a lot of those men in there, but that that one was one that resonates. That hit me hard. Mural's great. I mean, Lupe just like Denzel. I talk about Denzel, but those folks are just those are nerds, blurds, mm. right? So gotta give them love on the show. My number three, in celebration of us, Sky Zoo. I've been listening to Sky Zoo kind of on and off for a while. Not a huge fan, but when I heard the album this year, it just, it was, it was my lane. 
Sky Zoo is my lane. That's where, like, if I needed a perfect mesh of boom bap, but melodies and, and strong verses and lyrics, that's where Sky Zoo all comes together. Sky Zoo comes together for me, like, or brings it all together for me. Um, his album, it's a, for me, there are very few albums that's a complete playable. In Celebration of Us is a complete playable for me from start to finish. Um, he hits on so many different topics. Crown Holder is probably my favorite one, man, because the beat is just banging. Got that. Um, so I don't know if you listen to a lot of house, but um, Soho, um, New York house beat. It was just dope on that track. And uh, that was that was my number three. Skazu. Was that the the Chaos Superstar sample? The dun, dun, dun. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I jump in the pocket, it's like an M.A. dollar sign E up in purple tape jewelry. 95 features, aura never lie. How we got it, how you see us. Caught in the design, bet I'm flying in a re-up. Bottom line, we up. Can't nobody see us. Invisible ghost ghostwriter, highlight a screen up. Hopping up for high like I got it by the leader. And you ain't heard better since someone's was hollering cheer. Cheer me on, look at the tear I be on. I done been acclaimed so long, I'm Claire Beyond. Music for my friends who never could stare me wrong. Straps all over, they front like a pair of D. I also really like this album. It was actually in my top 10 at the end of last year, and then I went back through it and some other albums, and it just kind of edged out. But I've been a Skyzoo fan since uh, was it the the three day was that was that album called he did a thing uh, with, with Ninth Wonder the the three day something and they made an album in three days essentially I like that album uh, music for my friends music for my friends that was, was really good. good and then yeah I was looking forward to this one and yeah it was really good it, he's another guy where it's it's unfortunate that Cloud Nine Cloud Nine Cloud Nine yes Cloud Nine yeah so. I just think it's unfortunate that someone like him also doesn't get enough shine because he's he's definitely a spitter. He is. That's I, a good I, choice. I loved it, man. I I, I had to I was like, man, this is one again, man. Most of most of my top ten, I feel like your top ten is like deep. Your top ten is deep. Me is like, yo, what move? What really moves me? What no, I can listen to? I mean, I, th- I thought the Sky Zoo album was pretty. Yeah, it I mean, is pretty deep. It is like, has some deep meaning to uh, it. You know, I was I'm a Lupe fan. He had that mural song. I feel like right, right. Uh, Sky Zoo on his on the opening track was it Everybody's Fine. Or Everybody's Fine. The way that he just kept going at the end was amazing. Yeah, dude, they um, amazing. He, I love to see one thing that I love is to see artists like this who have been constantly pushing through not necessarily to get to the mainstream but kind of fighting their way upstream just to kind of stay afloat continue to put their music out continue to be supported by artists i love to see these guys still moving man yes you know kind of in the same lanes as the as the fontes yes you know to see them be able to put out albums without the, the fontes the master aces to put out albums without the major push from labels and still be successful, I love it. It's yeah. like one of my favorite things, man, about hip hop, man. Down my, to the last two? Yes. <laughs> Number two. Sylvan LeCou, Apologies in Advance. I've probably listened to this 
the most outside of my number one and Taboo by Denzel Curry. I've been waiting for albums inspired by uh, your good kid, Matt Cities, or your Tempimpa Butterflies. Yeah. I think this year has been really good for just focused work, not just a, a bunch of songs thrown together, but just focused projects. I agree. So let's start with the artwork of this album. The artwork is Laku sitting at an AA meeting. So pause in advance, you have that, that those two A's for Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm. Um, so the album is all about coming to terms with addiction and mental health and the journey to heal. Uh, throughout throughout the whole album, there's like step one through 12 in there, like interludes of okay. people talking at AA meetings about their experiences and how to get better. And like I said, it's just, just, a, just a well directed, thought out and executed project. I just love the theme in hip hop now of healing. You know, we're going through a lot right now in the world and to have artists express those struggles so creatively is uh, refreshing. You know, Kendrick did it, uh, Tyler did it. I'm a big John Wayne fan too. Rap album two came out in uh, 2017. I really like that album. And now this just joins the ranks. Let me say that again. I sip slow, think slower. Cause people love to judge when they barely even know you. When I was seven, used to rock soldiers. Hot boys had a pop in front of Noya. I need a project chick from the corner. Cause I had a friend, she was like 10. Even then I used to buy a blow pops from the corner. Valentine cars, milk money by the corner. Fast forward, that was dumb girls. Henny by the fit, 20 pump six condoms and recorders. Fucking out of spite, kind of sorta. Got engaged, now I'm thinking about a daughter. Spend a lot of time even though I can't afford her. Please keep it coming with the brown water. Please. Back when I had plans of being whole, going for a change for the quarter waters. When I was naive to these things, I really want to follow what my heart shares. Money ain't a thing till it's not there. Bitches ain't shit till you need a queen. And niggas all the same till you meet a king. You know what you need when you're dead broke. You know what you want when you see the dream. All I want to do is be the best me. All I want to do is be the best me. All I want to do is be the best me. All I want to do is be the best me. Best me. Okay, that's another one I got to check out. My number two is Oxnard, Anderson Park. To be honest, Anderson Park was not really on my radar for a minute. And I remember listening to, I think it was some DJs uh, cutting up Come Down. And it was like, and that's really what kind of brought me into Anderson Park's music. And so when I listened to Oxnard, Oxnard is like the grooviest album to me, man. But it has so many different elements to me. Like, I don't feel like it's an East Coast album. I don't feel like it's a West Coast album. I feel like it's a well put together musical album. Shoulder, the greatest honor to know you. I gotta be honest with you. I hate you ain't in the 
picture I hate on the fake niggas claiming like they gon' really miss ya I know there's no one to blame I may be the point that I'm missing But I needed a minute Just give me a minute Lyrically, I think he's a solid lyricist But he is one of those artists That finds a nice niche right there In the middle of everything You know, enough lyrics Enough decent lyrics to work with some good music, some really solid tracks and really solid production on the on the album. It really reminds me of a 90s album, just 2018 version of a, you know, well, album. Well, Dre was all over this album. And Dre right? was all over the album, so. Have you so, heard his Malibu album? I don't think I have heard his Malibu album. And no worries, we, we gotta talk after the show, but. Okay. Malibu, it was only second to a seat at the table by Solange of 2016 for me. Okay. I mean, Solange was just, I mean, how can you top right. that? But that, my was number two. Cause here's the thing about answer Pac is he's not, he's not really a rapper. Right. Right. His core is singing. Right. And so Malibu was more of a singing album than it was okay. rapping. I mean, he had, he had a little bit in there, but he, I mean, he does both on this, on, on Oxner, but I, I, like him better i like the old old you Pac like the old Pac better. personally okay well that that's going to give me a little bit of a, yeah. a gauge so i'll go back and listen to the malibu album definitely and, and put no it worries this oxnet album because i i really like i was listening to this album and i was just like i really love this album mm. man like it was just it was just it was some you know it's funky it was melodic you know it was kind of like a roller coaster, which is, sure. but in a good way, yeah. you know, cause some, some albums you listen to and they have some really great songs and they got some really terrible songs. And it's like, eh, okay. You know, but this album, I found myself loving every track. Mm. And so I was like, this definitely is where, you know, number two of, of all of these albums, that one is one that kind of surprised me, but I, I thought he fitted the number two spot. And it, it was a, a brighter album in the sea of kind of darker. Right, exactly. Right? And that's and I think that's what it was for me, man, because I need those lighter albums. Mm. I need themes, but I also need lighter albums, man, because I sure. love to move. Sure. Number ones? Number one. <laughs> Saba, Care For Me. This was my number one for the longest time. I think this came out in April. This project centers around the death of a friend that happened after the release of his previous album. And it's short and sweet. He processes his grief and it's just heartbreaking and just beautiful to experience. Like, apologies in advance. Uh, I think we're just almost getting spoiled with so many co cohesive themed projects mm. last year. Just detailing very real aspects of the black experience and Care For Me just grabbed me when it released and it never let me go. I got angels running away. I got demons hunting me. I know pop with 25. I know Jesus 33. I tell death to keep a distance. I think he obsessed with me. I say, God, that's the one. I know she would die for me. They want a barcode on my wrist. To auction off the kids that don't fit their description of a utopia. Like a problem won't exist if I just don't exist. If I grew up without a single pot to piss and pardon me for venting, Congress got the nerve to call itself religious. Rich is getting richer. We just trying to live our life. My mom is the rocker with the sprite. They killed my cousin with the 
I was supposed to listen to Saba's album, man. I think you told me about it. Oh, I think when it came out, I was telling everybody about that album. I remember you asking me, and because I had, you said it came out in April, right? I believe so. I cannot remember. It was some. It was an album I asked you about, and I think you asked me, "Have you listened to Saba's album yet?" Yeah, yeah. And I still haven't listened to Saba's album. All right, got to make that happen, man. I'll definitely have to make that happen. Yeah, man. My number one is owed to probably currently my favorite MC. Like, seriously. Um, this dude, I don't think he gets the love that he deserves. I think people know, but I don't think he gets the love that he des- he really deserves. I feel like I know who this is. I feel like he is an absolute beast of a lyricist. Um, I've been a fan for years, like literally years. And so I was happy for him to come out with this project this year. He's done other projects, but I feel like this was just his project released in two parts. But my favorite part is the second part of volume two, Black Thought, Streams of Thought, man. Dude, oh, that that is, to me, Black Thought is... Your favorite lyricist's favorite lyricist, man. Mm. He is an absolute beast and he tackles, you know, it's not that, okay, it's not that he tackles so many topics. Like, because if you listen to Black Thought, man, he talks about so many different things in one track, man. Like, he's kind of all over, he is kind of all over the place as an MC, but it flows so well, man. From the first Roots album, I remember listening to the first, going back and listening to the first Roots album, maybe a year or two ago. And I was like, I remember listening to Black Thought back then and thinking, you know, he really wasn't, he was okay, but he really wasn't that good. But from that point, like, it is like, how can I describe it? It's like someone just constantly training their wordplay just constantly training their wordplay. You know, of course, you know, the first album, you're good enough to have a first album and you're still dope. But I believe that like he is literally like, a, he's become a Jedi of words, man. You know, he, I, I, dude, I can listen to Black Thought for hours upon hours. Streams of Thought volume one is cool. It is cool. But I feel like his best work is on volume two. Yeah. That shit hard. I said, my cranium is vibranium. My brain is on uranium and titanium. 45s who aiming them. Organize the stadium. Tell them, take cover. I warned you not to play with them. Them borderline war crimes, you got away with them. Who came to save the day and brought the K with them? To read the people's chant from the equal team. Trying to keep it clean. Long as all my people solid dean. I've been in the music scene. Long as out of leads, making salaries. Still accumulating calories. Demonstrating how to breathe. Senegalese, Genovese. I've been a reason to freeze. Read G's in the league on my own. 
bag getting cheese. I will hurt Hercules. I will murk most of the I'm the last one to show up. The first one to leave the crime scene. The obscene salon theme. The ridiculous rhyme scheme. The stick to the grind gene. The hell with the hygiene. It's a dirty bomb. Word is 7.30 time. Disaster level 9-11 meets 11-9. Catastrophe beyond incredible. I redefine the seventh sign. Faster, scarier, mass hysteria from Damascus area to middle America school. Cafeterias and cul-de-sacs. I told you that. The boss is back. Of course, the related the work with him and, and Salam Remy, another like I love Salam Remy, man. And he actually Salam actually released a few tracks last year with a few other artists. And I think he's a producer that kind of flies under the radar for a lot too. But he released some really dope tracks. Did a track with Miguel last year that I absolutely love. I okay. can't think of the name off the top of my head right now. But um, Salam is is an incredible producer, man. And he's been doing things for a long time with the Fugees. Like he had he has a long history. But the collab between him and Black Thought is just amazing, man. That was really good. It, it's it's short. It's sweet. Right. What I let's talk about just. How not only albums are focusing more, but they're getting shorter. Folks mm. are gonna probably yell at us for not having Daytona on our list, but you know what? I don't want to get hate mail for it, so I may just not talk too much. But those Kanye, those good music releases were all seven minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, even a lot of my albums are longer, but there's some like Saba is only ten tracks, I believe. A lot of these weren't super long. Some of them weren't so, but the Kanye albums were very short. Yeah. And to be honest, that played a part in some albums that I left off. Okay. Like, I feel like if it's a shorter album, it needs to have some really, really fantastic content. Okay. If it's going to be shorter and make the list. Like, if you put out seven or eight songs, they better all be amazing yeah. you know in daytona was a thought definitely was it definitely is here <laughs> okay but i you know there were just too many other albums that i enjoyed more there really was i just on daytona's part please don't at me uh i think <laughs> i just think the album itself got more hype because of the drake beef because of the beef i, I mean the album by itself is fine but to me, Pusha T hasn't really grown in his subject matter. I mean, if you played any of his albums from the past, you know, decade, they're all... They're the same. The same. I mean, and it I sucks agree. because just pound for pound lyricism, he's one of the best out right now. But, you know, I mean, Fonte's old thing, right? Uh, dope beats, dope rhymes, this hip-hop shit ain't that hard. Mm. And that's true. And that and that like kind of defines Daytona. Dope beats. Oh, I would say dope. Some of them I didn't like too much, but dope rhymes for sure. Rhymes, the beats. The be yeah, some <sighs> of them weren't weren't doing it for me. I think I liked only half this album. Yeah. Well, on Pusher's part, I mean, everyone has their lane, so I can't tell Pusher what to do because he's obviously making money and he has right. he still has legions of hardcore fans. Right, right. Who will swear up and down about this guy? Uh, <laughs> I just feel like even Kanye is. Even if he's clumsy about it, he's attempting to push himself or or just push di different topics. Jay-Z, right? I mean, mm. Pusher's not super young anymore. He's not he's not like old, old either, but 
he's becoming an elder statesman in rap. And he's, I pushes in his forties now, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he's up there. I mean, I feel like every other person his age is kind of pushing themselves to right. at least talk about a change in their lifestyle, just just who they are now, what are they dealing with? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Pusha just kind of still just projects this villainous yuck drug dealer persona. And I mean, like I said, it's cool, but after year after year after year, it just kind of gets. Which is crazy because Malik has changed. You know, Malik has, right. you know, he's turned his, his whole life. Well, right. not necessarily turned his whole life around, but he's chosen a different lane. Right, right. You know, so, but, you know, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it didn't do it for me, man. I don't know. There's a few artists that we left off of this. So, yeah, I don't want to run too long. So I'm going to go through just a few of mine. Okay. And then we'll go through a few of yours and we'll talk about it. So right. I left off Freddie by Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. It barely... Missed this list. Uh, set set and toe tag, triple threat. I mean, I just love his vibe, man. No name, room 25. Okay, just missed the list. Milo, I okay. can't, I can't say his name or the album's name. It's like a sentence. Remember, remember, mm. um, Fiona Apple dropped that album and it was like the longest album title in history. Right, right, it was right, like, right. it was like this. He'd be dropping these crazy. <laughs> <laughs> album, uh, album titles and even the track names are are weird it's like thinking about life while eating almonds or something it's like the title <laughs> of the track on his album oh, man. but this whole album is just just a just a stream of consciousness of and he calls one of the songs he calls his he calls his work quantum niggerish okay and uh i just i fell in love with that felix uh felix produced a lot of No Names album and a, lo- a bit of Smino's album. He's, I think, a Chicago producer. Just hmm. really groovy, really unique beats coming from from him and his camp. And he put out an album called Tempo. And it was in my top 10 in the, in the mid part of the year. Okay. Lots of groovy beats, man. I mean, and he has features from, you know, different singers and rappers. It's really good. I just think it could have been trimmed down some. Had he trimmed down some of the, the lesser tracks or... I don't want to. I don't want to insult him and call it bloat, but the lesser tracks on the album, maybe put it at like ten tracks, it would have been in my top ten easily. Okay. And last one, Ocean Wisdom, Wizville. Ocean Wisdom is a British rapper, so I'm a big fan of Skepter and okay. old Dizzy Rascal. Uh, and this guy, uh, Ocean Wisdom, he put out a really nice boom bap uh, album. You'd really like it. His big single features uh, Met the Man. Okay. Uh, I think it's called uh, Dun Dun. He raps to to jungle beats like DMB, uh, grime, boom bap. There's, there's a lot of flavors in it. But look, man, I, I think that what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to be that dude that's like, so go check this album out, man. You got to the end of the week, check this out. Because, dude, you, so much stuff hits your radar, and I love it, man. And, and I think that... Um, you know, you are probably who I will become when I decide to stop DJing. <laughs> when I can actually sit down and enjoy music personally, you know. And uh, the other thing I think for me, man, is I spend so much time. Like, I still live in the classics, man. Like, and I'm not even talking about hip-hop, man. I spend a lot of time listening to classic R&B, a lot of time listening to kind of classic rock and soul, you know. So uh, some of the newer stuff really stays off of my radar. And so I think this year, this is a challenge, you know. If we're still, I don't know if you'll still be around next year, but if I'm still around, you're still around, we have to do this again for 2019. Yeah, man. And there was still, 
still, you know, even for my list, um, Young Sinatra 4, mm, okay. Logic, you know, I like Logic, but they are, they have different rap styles, but Logic reminds me a lot of Eminem, man. Like, there's only, I, like, I can't listen to a lot of Eminem, which is why Kamikaze isn't on my list. Kamikaze was solid. You know, I feel like M is gonna do M. He's always he's gonna he's gonna put, you know, he's gonna do what he does. He's a lyricist, you know. But M doesn't move me, and that's why he really doesn't ever make any of my list. Same. That's not that's not why you know because of course you know you'll get the whole oh y'all sound like Lord Jamar y'all hating. I'm not hating on him. I I totally recognize that he is probably one of the best lyricists of all time. Well, I just and, can't listen to him. It's important to really. At a caveat to lyricist, I think him and Logic are two of the best technical rappers. Right. But lyrics is not just about how many multiples you can put, you know. Lyrical, miracle, spiritual raps, these aren't... I agree. doesn't do everything, you know. Um, it does have to, to move you. It and has to move me. Yeah, I, I think Logic... I, when he does those mixtapes of just bragging and just going off the top, mm. I think it's fine. As far as his projects goes, I really haven't liked anything since the Under Pressure... Right. Album. I thought that was really good, and it seemed it, it was a little more varied in, in subject matter. And what did you think about evidence? Whether or not, whether or not, I have it. I listened to it a bit, but I never fully absorbed it. I like him. I mean, Dilated People's uh, Expansion Team is one of my first rap albums I ever bought in high okay. school, and uh, so I've always liked him, but I haven't really fully absorbed that album enough. And even when what I, what I heard, it didn't really move me because he has a very monotone voice and it kind of just doesn't and move me like that That is why like for me it's like okay i really appreciate the production on the album more than the lyricism on okay. the album he's a dope lyricist but again the monotone man like i, I can't I, I just can't like you can listen to it maybe once you know but you get maybe two verses into the uh, into a song and you're like okay next right Okay, next. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah. And, it, and it's kind of the same theme over and over. So I couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. Uh, who else was on the list? Did I have anybody else that was really. Oh, Black Milk. Oh, that was Fever. Fever, yeah. Fever was cool. The reason Fever didn't make my top 10, man, is because a lot of the album, the album was very musical, mm. but it wasn't very lyric heavy. I didn't finally feel like it was very lyric heavy. He had some deep messages, some cool themes, but like you had to listen to each track, sometimes almost a minute just to get to lyrics. Mm. So it's kind of it was good, but it wasn't great. So a lot of strong, a lot of a few good lyricists got kind of etched out. There were a lot of, but then again, man, there were a lot of albums. A lot of veterans put out albums this year: Cypress Hill, Mugs, OC, you know. And I was kind of happy about those albums coming out, and then I listened to them, and I was like, "Eh, hey, not people, every not every vet can can, not can every do vet it. They can keep doing yeah, it, man. They can always transition well." I didn't write this down, but shout out to Rock Marciano. Mm. He put out what three projects last year? Yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of new people who don't like lyrical, spiritual miracle <laughs> raps. Right. Rock Marciano, he's like on the other side of that coin where he. He's such a great wordsmith, but he talks about the same thing on almost every song. Uh, and for a long time, I really it didn't move me like that because every mm -hmm. song was the same. It, it, I mean, it's like it's like trap, you know. On the other side of trap, you have 
you know, Migos saying the same thing on every song in a different way, but it's the same thing. It's and the rock, same thing. rock does a similar thing that it just didn't move me, but uh, he put out some tra- some some albums this year that were pretty cool. Like they were undeniably great. Like he's always been undeniably great, and he, he even had Black Thought uh, feature on. Mm. One of those, but just didn't make the list this time. It's interesting, man. A few I, I noticed between the two of us, a few a few heavy hitters didn't make the list. Even for me, surprisingly, I wasn't feeling the Nas album. No, me me too. I I think Nas, as he's gotten older, is not. I don't know if he's not the same lyricist, or he's just not working with the type of producers that bring out the best in him. Um, but yeah, man, a few a few veterans came out this year, and a few um, heavy hitters came out that I just wasn't feeling as much as everybody else was. True. So, I feel you. You know, we'll play the hits for them in the clubs. But <laughs> all right, man. Well, this concludes this episode of Blurred Up. If you want to find us, we are on Facebook at B L E R D U P. We're also on Twitter at B-L-E-R-D-U. We're also on Instagram at B-L-E-R-D period U-P. DJ Sean Soul, where can they find you? I am DJ Sean Soul on almost every medium. Um, can you spell that for us? Yes, because it's very important. DJ S-E-A-N-S-O-U-L. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, DJ Sean Soul, everything. Um, you can find me there and catch me in the streets. <laughs> really, whenever I've gone to this dude's party sets, he he always kills it. So if you're in the Seoul area, definitely look this man up and check out his shows. He's awesome. Please do come through. And I usually advertise everything on Instagram. So yeah, follow me. Come through. Hang right. out. All right, y'all. Thank you all for listening. Peace. Peace. Tenía la tiempo cuando hablaba contigo porque estaba en
cosas extrañas Como serpientes que parecen como hermanos Y hermanas, no mames, baby Demasiado suave, no me toca Cállate la boca, Y abra su mente, usualmente Yo lo puedo ver en todo a la gente Pues no diré secretos, yo tomo apuntes Son como boletos, a veces me molesto Con ustedes, pero eso es la vida loca y volamos con la mota, no jota que mentiroso. Te lo prometo. Entonces me dio sus labios en papimento. Muy lento. Vente, vente, mami. Ya tú sabías que me necesitas. Esto te da aquí. Solo quiero agua. 